Brandon's here, uh, folks. Um, so you had we're start you, were t- you were telling me a, a story just now before we started. There was some commotion outside of For your window. Minutes long commotion. And minutes it turned long. out to be an African American fellow outside of your apartment. Close, and- no cigar. It was a little raking, and it was actually a sizable raking, making a shit ton what of noise. What is a raking? A raccoon. Come on, get with it. Okay. Now, but anyway, you don't understand how I would be confused as to how, why, you know. Would... If you were white trash and watch, watch Trailer Park Boys, you would understand. So, I was trying to tie your story into a long-held racial slur against African Americans, meant to keep them as the inferior race in America. That's what I was trying to do. And you see, and you told me to tell my raccoon story. Well, what's your raccoon story? Anyways, the raccoon making a shit ton of noise. I jumped the fence, trespass at my own apartment complex. It's closed down, pool. Anyways, this raccoon making a shit ton of noise. I get nice and close to it. Not that close. I finally see it. It launches itself into sub-freezing, not sub-freezing, it wasn't frozen, but freezing temperature water launches itself into it. And just fucking, I don't know. It must have got out. I didn't see it. It must it could have drowned. I don't know. I didn't see it. Anyways, jump the fence to get back out, and a cop pulls up immediately. He sees us jump the fence. We're clearly trespassing, and he uh, pulls off right in front of our apartment complex, and we go and walk in. Another cop is already in the building holding the door. To be quite he honest, they probably made the same mistake that I did. They heard raccoon and went, we got to figure out this fucking... And nice. you're you're onto something because the only words said wasn't even a good evening. There was a we're doing the best we can. We got Google Translate going, and well, that was basically good. honestly. You, do you know how insane this is? I'm watching ABC News live, and speaking of of making horrendous African American jokes, and we joke, folks, and uh, not being able to under, uh, to understand what people say. Young thugs racketeering trial is. It looks like it's coming to an end here because Gunna snitched. Gunna snitched on Young Thug. And I don't know, I don't even know of the YSL. I don't even know who else is a part of that. But it's funny to see Young Thug, a real life fucking gangster, a hitter. And he, they got him wearing a mask <laughs> in court. It's like, dude, what do you, why? You're going to be. You, you're afraid of him spreading COVID to kill people? He killed people with bullets. I didn't follow the case at all. Did he kill people? I, uh, you know, I, I don't know if he's on trial for that, but, you know, if you listen to his songs, and, and by the way, that's what they're, that's what they are using against him. He, yeah. he mentioned like a specific name and a street so they're using it against him so i'm assuming based on this that his lyrics are somewhat true possibly hyperbolized in some some songs but somewhat true and he has made it very clear that he's never shied away with uh, shied away from conflict with a firearm 
if you listen to his music. So my best guess is I'm sure he has come across a couple of a couple or two deceased bodies by his own hand. That's my assumption, but um, I have no idea. Um, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Sorry that I wanted Brennan to tell his raccoon story before it got cold. Stories get hot, they get cold. When things happen immediately, you have to tell the story now, otherwise people lose interest. And the fact of the matter is, now that I'm thinking about it, I think it was a poor decision on my part. Well, shit, I lost your interest before I even got through with it. You're right, so, yeah, yeah, yeah I think it was a poor decision on my part. This is, yeah, it was my, it's, listen, folks, not everyone's a winner, um, but you're a winner and I'm a winner and I have some big news uh, starting this Friday I will be joining a new show titled Unjected it was created by two Hawaii women two uh, two mothers Heather Pyle and Shelby Thompson they created this unvaccinated application where you could go and date I think the, the 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 original application was like a dating app for people who are unvaccinated. And um, it was pulled off almost immediately from the App Store, from the Google Play Store. And it got a little bit of a, a media attention. Inside Edition wrote a story on it, I know. Um, Kimmel was Joe, or Fallon, one of the fuck. I, can't, I really cannot tell the difference between those two. Sometimes I see them. Honestly, I get them confused too. Yeah, it's, it's the beard. The beard's the only thing. Kimmel's got the beard. Is and they the, also what they also do the exact same jokes. It's the yeah. it's it's the shittiest of shit, fucking mainstream liberal douchey jokes. At it's least it's not Leno reading headlines anymore. I mean, I don't like either one of them, but I mean, come on, that was pretty bad too. But they, so they did a monologue, I guess, about this. And um, after the application was pulled off, obviously it took some time for Heather and Shelby to to uh, revamp the application. And so now they have their own site. And I think um, uh, it's it's much more than just a dating site, by the way. It's it's more of a unvaccinated connect type of thing where you can meet people. Who I mean I, I think the goal is to set up a, a database where you can meet unvaccinated organ donors and and blood donors and it's it's a it's a lot more than a dating app but that's what it started off as and um, they're now doing a podcast called Unjected it's with me Heather Shelby and uh, Scott Armstrong from Rebunked Rebunked News Rebunked um, I just was on his show. And uh, he's got a fantastic podcast, so you should go check him out. Um, and so, and I've seen, listen, I've told, I told Brandon off air, I'm not going to spoil anything. I've told Brandon off air who some of the uh, guests in the pipeline are. Listen, big news, big bad people, okay? Huge. 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 Um, people that you probably already know, people that you have seen on probably some other very massive podcasts. And uh, it's it's going to be fun. We're going to have fun. I don't know why they chose me. We're going to find out. I mean, I, I wouldn't be shocked, folks, if it four episodes in, they're going to tell me it's not working because I just keep being a misogynist or whatever. But we'll find out. And I expect it to be a lot of fun. Um, and it's it's a pretty. I mean, as far as 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 innovation goes, especially surrounding something so political 
to be able to 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 in that space, you know, because I when I get when I listen to like shit on the news, Brandon, and I like the vaccination shit, all that, all I do is just royal in my own fucking. I would have done it differently. I would have fucking it, and I just I, I I I like slug down into my couch and just bitch. But they didn't. They didn't bitch. They went listen. We see this differently. We saw an opportunity. We're going to take it. And that's exactly what they did. Um, and so, you know, if any, if anybody is like, honestly, if the feminist movement wants a couple of fucking symbols of, of greatness, I mean, Heather and Shelby that, you know, being entrepreneurs amidst one of the hardest times ever to be an entrepreneur, uh, I mean, the fuck? Yeah, getting, getting censored, basically taken off app stores. That's inf- and actually continuing with it. Yeah, that's uh, that's huge. These huge. two women should be their guiding north star to the feminists. They should be latching themselves onto this like a runaway slave, and just fucking, you know. That's how I. This is and this is this is. I've just I have just revealed an example of how and why I may be kicked off of the show they yep. have somehow yep. Yep. tied their innovation and entrepreneurship to slavery but listen fret not folks fret not we still have this episode and um by the way one more time this friday friday the 13th scary days scary nights scary nights in the city but maybe not so scary if you put your headphones in when you get on the subway yeah there's a guy across from you and he doesn't have a shirt on and he's making weird movements and yes, he may attack you and he may slam your head into the fucking window panel of this fucking subway train. I get it. Scary nights in the city. But you can put your headphones in and so you won't hear your skull crack as he assaults you on the subway. Um, Brandon's here and that's how I plug, yeah. by the way. That's the plug. Okay. That's the plug. Heather, Shelby, Scott, if you're listening, probably. That's the plug. That's what you're getting. Brandon's here. We haven't done... Uh, we haven't even talked in a while. It's been a while since we talked. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a busy, busy uh, time of year. Yeah, listen, we miss. We kind of miss the holidays. And sometimes, you know, the bros, the bros start to fucking fade into the secondary for holidays. Because you holidays are really for women. And so you have to fucking. What do you even do? What do you do? What do you have to do? I, I should say, what do you what do you want to do and what do you have to do? I didn't want to do anything, but I had to visit some family, and uh, I already told the story, so I'm not going to tell it again. But I'll some I'll, I'll give you a brief summation for for your sake. I went to um, uh, I went to Amanda's family on the border of Pennsylvania, and one of the folks happened to get so hammered that not only was he slurring, but you couldn't even understand what he was saying. Like, I'm not exaggerating. No words came out of his mouth. And then uh, he thought it was a good idea to bring out the firearms. And so we had to leave. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but it was fun. It was good. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. So, and, and uh, I mean, did you do anything special for Christ Mass for the birth of our Lord, Savior Jesus Christ, or the um, ringing in of the new year? I did uh, special things on both of them. On uh, Christmas, we went over to uh, my girlfriend's parents' house, or her dad's house, I should say, and yep. stepmom. 
and uh, it was honestly fine. It was fine. Uh, backstory: her uh, her father owns the uh, apartment we used to live in, uh, and we spent our New Year's moving out. Uh, on the first, we got all of our shit out in about five hours because that's what we were given uh, by our gracious landlord, otherwise known as her father. And uh, yeah, we were rushed out of our apartment, had no time at all. I was in the middle of a trip. I get back, all my shit spread across my the grass outside. He uh, is taking all my shit out and... Uh, for you and now we're out into a new place there's a whole lot more to that so a whole lot more to that story but but context be damned um, we are uh, we're in a new place and uh, we're done with them good that's good it's important to rid yourself of the temptation of step uh, of of father-in-law bussy um, yeah yeah just a couple uh couple f bombs and you you feel a lot better. Yeah, true. Fag or fuck. Uh did I say I definitely called him a faggot but not to him. Uh yeah, I yeah. said like I would call him a faggot in the trips on the way in between apartments. I'd be like a yeah, fucking faggot. Yeah, true. But uh that's no. the way to do it. You don't want to you don't want to you don't want to fucking rile up the you don't want to crank. I, I definitely, I didn't, I didn't say fuck you to him, but I definitely said a, a hard fuck a couple times because he walked in when I was putting the cat into the carrier. Literally, we said, "Give us twenty minutes." No regard. All right, he's there. All right, give us two minutes. We're putting the cat in the carrier. No regard. He's literally unlocking the door. Shuts it on him. We're putting the cat in the carrier literally right now. No regard. To, do you want me to bleep? Oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Oh okay. And, Anyways, bus in, cat goes running, and I turned right to him, and I go, I had the fucking cat. And, yeah, that started the eh, the day. That was early. That was good. So, you, listen, you know, family, people get tense. People get tense around any major, not even major, just a shift in, in you know, if any anything outside of the ordinary with family, especially, f uh, what would you call it? Not step family, family in law. Um, it just it, it gets a little, you know. People they, they tighten their ropes a little bit. People get a little wound up. Um, but listen, we made it through. You found a place, and uh, and now we're here, and now we're gonna fucking thrive, dude. Twenty twenty three is our year. We're throbbing. We're thriving. Robin. Dude, straight fucking throbbing, steady mobbing, dude. That's what we're going to be doing this year. I've already set the tone on this fucking podcast. We're, we're throbbing straight to steady mobbing, dude. That's what we're doing on this podcast this year. Any audience member, if you think that it's not going to be your year because it didn't start off the exact right way, shut the fuck up, man. Start throbbing. It's still starting. Dude, give your dick a smack. Let that thing plump up and start walking around places, okay? That's yeah. what I'll say. That's what I'll say, dude. You think that it's if you think that it's not our year. Here's what I can. Here's what I can say. Brazil had their own January sixth. That's a sign. I did see that. I didn't click on the. Dude, I just saw the headline. They literally. They even had a guy with a Viking hat and his face painted, like the exact dude. It, it, well, he definitely. But if was, it was the exact same thing, then that seems like it's a total like a fake event. Well, there was more. I think there was there was more people there than ours. 
Oh, it was a real one? There, yeah. It was actually a real one. No, no, no. And, I, and that one is interesting because I've heard this entire time, like, technically America and the intelligent government says it wasn't a stolen election, but everybody that... I know a few people who, who follow South American politics pretty closely, and I've met them through podcasting, and so I'm lucky to be able to, like, just kind of go, hey, what the fuck? Because I'm retarded, and I, I never know. And so I'm like, what? Hey, what the fuck? And they're like, yeah, this one was bad. And, uh, yeah, there was, like, tens... I think there was, like, 10,000... It was nuts, dude. If you, if you watch the videos... If there was any more, like, if there was actually proof of it, yeah, I understand it. Because people did it in America, and there wasn't hard evidence, even though there was a lot of fish. There was there was hard evidence. I mean, baseless claims of voter fraud, I don't know. But yeah, yeah. Uh, that's wild. And good for them if yeah, it was stolen. I've did they achieve seen, anything? Uh, they, they, like, it was so bad that, like, police started just driving through the crowd with their cars. Wow. Yeah, like it was, they did not have a handle on it. This was not like January 6th where it was like guys walking where, around. Where, where are chamber. south of the border police morales? And I know there's a few good apples in there, but honestly, uh, below the American southern border, police seem to lose a lot of morale. A lot, a lot, of, a lot of it. Yeah, it's, they have less power. It's less of an authoritarian. So you're telling me that the Brazilian police, the Brazilian police, because they weren't told to do it, they drove through that crowd? So no, 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 because well, I'm sure they were told to do it, but it's like they don't have the they don't have the firepower that American got. Like if they like, there's always a, a thing in the back of your mind when you're at a protest where yes, even if the people like start pushing people back, you know these major cities. Like Chicago and Minnesota, Indianapolis, New York, if they really called it in, they just want yeah, they got military, dude. They they'd run a tank over motherfuckers, dude. If we wanted to, at any given point, we could allow our uh, police to be the, the Chinese state fucking guard, yeah. whatever it is that they're fucking. They just drag people out and beat them. Like it, it could definitely, in a blink of an eye, it could change to that. Couple, a couple months of mayhem, even one full month of mayhem in major cities. Oh yeah, I see. People always say it, and we're scared of it. Martial law. I could see it happening. Bringing, uh, just I don't know. They all got the military equipment. They would start to use it. Can I? I could. Can I just? And this is insensitive, and I know for the time. So I'm looking at this Demar Hamlin. Demar Hamlin was the Buffalo Bills. Was he a safety or a corner? He was on the defense. Yeah, he was. I forget what he was. Maybe a nickelback or something for the Whites. Um, ah. He got hit by T. T. Higgins is a Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver. He took a shot to the chest from T. Higgins when he was tackling him, and then he collapsed um, and had cardiac arrhythmia. And uh, they called it Camotia Cortis, which is technically when you get hit in the chest between heartbeats and you have a, a, a you have a uh, you're prone to heart so I don't know I, it it's all very bizarre that they they chalk this up to him being hit between heartbeats even though he got up after the hit and then fell back it doesn't yes we're gonna we'll, we'll shift it toward the vaccine talk after I make this 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 point 
they're just showing, I'm watching ABC News Live, they were showing photos of everybody on the Bills after it happened. And what I've noticed is, if you take a photo of a group of black people after a tragedy and after somebody said a really funny joke, they look the same. They're all like heads up. They, they, it's all just like, it's, they have their hands on their heads. Fist to the mouth. Fist to the mouth. They're moving. It, listen, and he's fine by the way. So I can say that. And I'm glad he's fine. And now I can say, and I'm not really burnt about it because I still made money second place. I really wish Jamar Chase was able to play that game. He averages 20 points. I was I, I lost by just about that much, uh, under 25 points, and I really would have loved to get those points and uh, see if I won that championship. But whatever, whatever. You know, so his health let me, let me... is what's important. Yes, yes, and he's a good boy, I'm sure. Um, not boy as in he's a good man and so let me ask you something do you if you if we break this down do you blame your fantasy football season loss on commodio uh cordis or do you blame it on a vaccine related injury i would just love to blame it on the vaccine because i right before that like literally days before that i saw stockton going off again about how many athletes have died after getting the vaccine john stockton former nba point guard he is adamant that the vaccine makes healthy athletes have issues that make them just die on the field and then literally a couple days after i read all that this happened so i'd I, you know me fucking i don't need any evidence I'd love to play on the vaccine. Yeah. So here's the thing. Here's what I'll say. I have no. Maybe it. Maybe they hit it. The helmet hit the chest at the perfect right time. I don't. I'm retarded. He very well could have been affected by something completely irrelevant to the vaccine. Here's what I will say. Unless I've not been paying attention for the past ten years, I, the pattern of people just dropping is insane it's insane there was do you have the do you have the data going back like 20 years on people i don't and so that's the thing i have no idea if if i was just completely you know blind to 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 people collapsing um ad nauseum before this i don't know but it here's what i will say i don't think I just blatantly missed it and again maybe I did I'm not but I don't think I did and if I just missed it why would all of a sudden the news be more on top of this shit than they were before because it's not like Mm. prior to the vaccine rollout I I paid more attention to the news from like 2014 to 2019. I paid more attention to the news than I do now. Like that's back when I thought it mattered about what fucking political party you were like. That's so I was like super into like, so I could fucking at first it was going to be me. I was a liberal. I was a Bernie Sanders supporter. I was going to shit on Republicans. So I was like always watching. And then it was the, I swapped and I was like, Oh, I'm going to shit on the liberals. And now I don't care. I pay attention less now and I'm seeing it all over. 
Yep. So I, I don't think that's the case. And I could be wrong. Maybe maybe I just missed it. I don't know. But I tell you what, I don't remember people dropping dead. I, I remember Kaepernick kneeling for the, <laughs> the anthem. I remember, you know, January 6th. I remember, you know, I remember Trump grab her by the pussy. I remember quid pro quo and the, and the, yeah. Going back to the new podcast and these two women, how long after they started it, were they censored, taken off of the app store and just Um, shut down? I'm not sure. It was, it was quickly. I don't know the exact timeline, but it was quickly. They're like, I don't know. And any any fact about the vaccine causing a problem is just shut down so quickly. Nobody has a chance to have any hard evidence on it. But yeah, people are dropping dead and people get so many like like, I don't know. There's just one case in particular of a guy I know that has just his life is forever changed and there is no other explanation. He got the vaccine very shortly after completely like screwed for life. It seems like nothing's making them better. And I don't know. Nobody, those stories don't get out. And well, again, it's like, this is, I've been baffled by the liberal flip. I remember, like, even when I was like, vote, like, it would have been the 2014 primary between Hillary Clinton or 2015 primary uh, with Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders. And this was when I was a Bernie Sanders supporter. And so I was supposed, like, I was supposed to be on the ultra left end of the political spectrum in American politics. I hated the pharmaceutical companies because Bernie hated them. I had no trust for them whatsoever, whatsoever. And so even then, if there would have been a vaccine that came out, I would have been hesitant because I don't yeah. trust them because they're profit first. Um, I would have, I would have taken it, but their their pitch it was Operation Warp Speed. It was Operation Warp Speed, fucking advertisement down your fucking throat. Yeah. Just take it. Don't ask a question. If they would have approached it softer, I probably would have taken it. But they they hammered it. Yeah, my my mom kind. She didn't. She told me that I could do whatever I want. Obviously, um, she's like, you know, you're gonna do what you want, and I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna get the fucking mark of the beast. You fucking Satan fucking harlot. I didn't say that to my mother. I did say I'm not going to get it, though. She, she knew what you meant. And uh, <laughs> when I call my mother a Satan-worshipping cunt, she knows I still love her. Um, But my mom, like... I think my mom would die if I said that. If I said that to my mom, she would die. Well, if she was a Satan-worshipper and she died, she better... I mean, you know, let's get her to the Lord. Let's do her to the Lord first, brother. Um, I told her and even like, so she was pretty pro the vaccine because my mom was seeing like insane numbers in the ICU. She was watching people die. Basically that first COVID wave, you know, people from New York. So she lives in Connecticut in a town fairly close to New York city. They were sending the overabundance up to her hospital and it was nuts. And so she was just seeing people die every day and their family couldn't be around them. So it was like nurses consoling people while they died. It was nuts, dude. And so she was very like, please get the vaccine. Just do something. And um, I've noticed over the past like six months, because she was very pro-vaccine, she was she is like, yeah, I don't know. She's even started... 
it does so it minimizes the symptoms or so they say it's bullshit well, so there's there's now a study uh, I forget where it came out of. It was a, one of the states um, that the uh, the highest rate of fatality or amongst those who have had the, the, the initial two shots and then one booster. That is the highest fatality rate for the past like three months. And I forget what state. Maybe it was like Tennessee or something. I don't know. But I just know that now it seems that there is, I forget the term for it, but basically by boosting everybody all the time, you don't build a natural strength. You don't build that natural immunity against it. And so no. now as it shifts, because the vaccine boosters are almost certainly what's causing the, the mutation of the virus. Because again, mm -hmm. I want to make it very clear to people, Never in the history of science has any medical doctor, researcher, uh, a, you know, a PhD theorist ever come up with a, a way to kill a vaccine. That's why the flu is still around and it's all it always will be around. We don't have a real way to to actually make a virus obsolete. It just mutates. Um, and so constantly getting boosters to strengthen you, you know, to give you a very, very, very short window of strength against a virus. If the virus hits you and it bounces off, all the virus is going to do is go, oh shit, that I'll just mutate a little bit. And then it's going to go again. And that's all mm -hmm. it's going to do. And by just continuously giving boosters, all you're doing is not allowing the human body to develop natural immunity. And so, you know, like this this booster every four to six months thing, it, it, it can't go on. And there's there's research out of Israel that it's actually, not only is it like, you know, not allowing your, your immunity to get stronger toward this virus, it's weakening your immune system to the virus, like actively weakening it. And so it's like, you know, you see what happens with Damar Hamlin, you've seen what happens with a lot of like, tennis players the guy from uh the college basketball player from old dominion um he collapsed on the floor didn't hear about it. um and uh it, it's just it, i don't know it, it, this is an insane okay. pattern we've i've i've personally never and I, I i'm only 26 but i've never seen anything like this and i don't think i was retarded 10 years ago and or even eight years ago and i that i was completely shut off from the the, the I think we were all retarded when we were 18, 16. Come on. Yeah, true, dude. Like, I'm like, like if I was 16 and they said get the vaccine, I just would have done it. I would have done it. I would have signed up and skipped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I hope we have some former teachers listening that, that hear me no say that. possible way. That there's... You don't think Rand you don't think uh, you don't think principal uh, assistant principal seals listens to this? Um So you said the first name and then I started to, but it could have been anything. Um that's true. That's true. Um no, I don't think he listens to this. I don't think dude, that guy. <laughs> that guy, they gave him the vaccine and then he came back with like somehow less hair on the back of his hands. Like, <laughs> is this feminizing you, dude? What the fuck is going on? 
You got fucking. Let me. Let me. I have to pee. I have to pee again. But um, what I want to do is one. I want you to tell me if you think. Uh, just because we're I'm promoting a new show, folks. If you think that the idea that was presented by Shelby and 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 Heather uh, is something that is pliable in the in the place that we're at as a culture regarding vaccines, because I will say there are people coming around. There are people coming around to at least going, hey, it's weird that you said at first we would get the vaccine and then we wouldn't get it. And then you said, oh, you'll get it, but you won't spread it. And then you said, oh, you'll spread it, but you won't have as severe symptoms. And now we're starting to realize, realize, oh, we will get severe symptoms. They said, they said after you said you won't get a severe symptoms. Now we're realizing that a person with one booster is most likely to die from it, at least from one study. And now they're so now I, it's like we're seeing people come around. Do you think it's pliable? I want you to critique who are technically my, I guess who would be my bosses. Shit on my bosses. Yes, will do. I think it's an amazing fucking idea. I, I really do. All right, I'll talk to the people. I think it's an amazing idea. And uh, as long as they can get off the ground and like get an app going, get the website going, and not get censored, it is a genius idea. Will be one of the best applications possible for. Like they say, they he said it started for dating. Like that's the least amount of importance when you got the 35 year old couple that wants to have a kid man can't inseminate but they want a kid they need to know if they if it's important to them if the guy was vaccinated or not because we don't know what the long long-term effects are so i think that's extremely important it'll be just like you said the database of, of these people and uh if they can if you guys can figure out a way to uh make sure it's not easily copied or obviously a way to be unique i i fucking i love the idea i think it's gonna i think it's a no-brainer as long as it's not censored that will be something that comes up i'm sure there will be some censorship hoops to jump through um yeah otherwise it's just an it's just literally a genius idea it's a genius idea the fact that they had it a year and a half ago or whatever the case is even more genius because I, I didn't hear about it. Obviously, you you said it was kind of big news after you looked into it a little bit. And yeah. but uh, and the fact that's that, uh, listen, that's awesome. The fact that two women. Well, do these are these women married? Yeah, they're moms. They're so uh, was it the husband or the kids that did it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Honestly, best idea ever. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. They're they're great. Um, yeah, they're 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 like Tulsi Gabbard moms. They're like Tulsi Gabbards, right? In See, shape. I don't, I don't really follow. It. I don't know. Okay. In okay. shape. Um, you know, I don't know their age, but you know, attractive women have kept clearly healthy, um, and that's something that they, you know, there ain't no cattle in Hawaii. Yeah, there's sure, dude. There's no mm, there's no fucking Wisconsin, there's no female Packer fans in fucking. How, how many cheese curds? How many deep fried cheese curds have they eaten in their life? You know what's interesting about 
Islam. The only fat Muslim women are here. I'm looking. Is at, that true? I mean, I'm looking at at this woman wrote a, a kids book called "The Kindest Red: A Story of Hijab and Friendship." I mean, she's obese, clearly. And when I go and I see, look at Middle Eastern women, I mean, listen, they might not be able to drive, but for Christ, they don't. They're not going to die of heart disease. I mean, you know. Yeah, just, I guess I don't. I don't ever look at Middle Eastern women. I do. Some of the Middle Eastern women, dude. They're like. Yeah, well, how can you tell under the veil in fucking skirt? You don't have to tell. All you have to do is pull that skirt up high enough. That's all you have to fucking do. You know who cares? She she could have a fucking she could have a happy trail from her belly button to her pussy. Who cares? Just put it in the hole. <laughs> Um, the stuff thing is you, you could do that because she goes home and tells her husband that a man did that she's dead it's, so. <laughs> that's true that's true the guy who the guy who rapes the wife of a man is is fine but her for getting raped will get fucking murdered yep oh god we should return to the ways of the lord I suppose um there who was are we? what said, who are we? Who are we? To, to, you know, dude, I'm listen. Let me tell you something. Anybody who, you know, walks around saying that they're a vessel for the Lord's word. Let me tell you something about that man. He's not. There ain't no vessel for the, the Lord's word. The Lord's word was written down by a series of people thousands of years ago as a baseline for you to live your life. If you want to be flexible with it, that's great because that means you probably can have a personal relationship with God. Listen, when you develop a curriculum for a student, if you're a good teacher, what do you do? Do you assign... I had a very good teacher in college and he taught Chinese government and politics and instead of assigning everybody the same to write about the same subject as the final he goes pick a pertinent subject surrounding Chinese government and politics that you were interested in and write it was a bit long 20 page paper about it but he said you have flexibility here Write something that you're interested in. Are you inter interested in the fact that they don't ever, they're very uh, opaque and they, they never reveal their secrets? Are you interested in the weird relationship that American politicians have with the Chinese military-industrial conflict uh, complex? Are you interested in how they have invested a lot of money into Middle Africa because they want to mine natural resources and take care, uh, uh, take control of the the microchip and battery market? Like he said, you do it. Have some flexibility. That is how you have a relationship with God. There's a baseline got to stick to the baseline. Still can't be gay. <laughs> You're not slipping out of that one. But there's a baseline. There's flexibility there. And none of what I just said maybe is true. I don't even believe in God. But 
That's my best interpretation of it. Speaking of God, Joe Biden. He wants to, there's a plan, or there's been a blueprint presented to ban gas stoves. In an gas initiative, stoves? yeah, in an initiative to like, be, no, hold on, like newly built building gas, like you can't put a gas stove in a newly built building. That's understandable, but they're going to go through Newark and rip out all the fucking gas stoves. Well, no, they, they, no, they just won't go to Newark. There's a reason why the president, <laughs> they will never, the cops don't even, when you call the cops in Newark, they don't even show up. We um, had a car stolen from my work at a, I work at a car dealership and a car was left running keys in it. And it's not, it's common for that to happen on any car dealership. Anyways, it was found in Newark of all places, I sure. think yesterday or today, just beat to hell, you know, just a typical yep. day. Yeah. Um, did anybody go get it? I am sure the uh, owner of uh, the company or the dealership just said, uh, total that bitch and yeah. give me a check. You did. Because let me tell you something. I hear that my car has been stolen and, and it's been found keys in it running in the middle of Newark. That's a fucking trap. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, like even best case scenario, there's it's clean. Nothing happened. But three months later, you get brought in for a crime that was committed with that car. Yeah. Or best case scenario, you sit down and you feel a poke in your ass. It's a needle fucking filled with heroin and a little bit of AIDS. That's the fucking best case scenario in Newark. We got to clean. Let's clean this city up. Come on, Phil. Come on, Gov Phil Murph. Honestly, it's right across the right across the water. Just fucking honestly clean it up. Yeah, yeah. the downtown area is amazing. But like, get everybody. Like, what do you need? Stimulate the fuck out of them. I don't care. In Jersey made an extra eight million in tax revenue. They just didn't expect it. Oh, eight million. Holy shit! There it is. They didn't expect to have it. I think it went. Give to, that shit. I think it went to construction companies to actually create more potholes in the road. It went to, yeah, construction companies controlled by the mob. Yeah. And it's also, Newark has a Muslim for a mayor. Now, I'm not saying anything Honestly, about that, but, you know, you tell me. There was a, you know, there's a pothole, and then every once in a while there's a raised, raised, it wasn't even a manhole. It might have been an, at one point, but it was just concrete raised in a fucking, <laughs> like, one-by-one one patch. Yeah. Finally, they just cut it off. They just That's all they had to do. They just had to go in and fucking chip it off and... It makes my drive a hell of a lot better. So he's he wants to ban, like, okay, so for new buildings, you can't put in gas stoves. Um, which, one, huge problem here. How in the fuck are impoverished black men going to light their cigarettes? That is actually, it's a racist bill. It's a racist bill. This is fucking, this is literally the crime bill all over again. Um, two, and those black guys that are lighting those cigarettes on that stove are somehow insanely ripped. Always. They just, they... I don't think so. No, I think they're large. They're large, but I, no, I'm sure in a, a plain white tee, some chest hair, some saggy black titties and no. maybe a beard. No, I, I, well, you're thinking of one particular person. Yes. <laughs> yes. But also, you know. That's that's one guy. <laughs> that's one very particular guy. All right, I'm going to take a piss. <laughs> um, no, so here's here's my thoughts regarding 
this move to electric in seemingly every facet of, of life for Western culture, uh, again, and I don't understand how this goes unchecked in Congress, in the media, in, the, in just the, the, the general political conversariat. I don't understand how this goes unchecked. Electricity needs to burn fossil fuels to be able to electrify something. So the idea that we're going to get rid of burning gas, coal, uh, because we're shifting everything to electricity is false. All we're doing is is migrating the use of natural gas and fossil fuels from the individual to a, a one-source entity that then uses coal or natural gas in their plant to electrify whether it's heat, whether it's a stove, whether it's a fucking car, whether it's a light, whatever it is, they still have to use coal and natural gas. And guess what's going to happen if you increase um, electric usage? There will be an increase in the burning of fossil fuels and coal, natural gas. It Plot just, twist. What? Plot twist. Trump said he was going to bring back coal. This is all his plan. Electrify America. Bring the fuck back out clean of coal. coal. We've got clean coal. The Chinese, they don't have so much clean coal. It's very dirty coal, but ours is clean. Um, it's the same thing with solar panels. You know, people would like to think that solar panels are a renewable energy resource. Um, no, not true. Not true at all. For a few reasons. One, it takes coal to fucking manufacture them. And two, we don't even manufacture them in America where we do have a refined coal burning process because that it, t it takes money and it's very expensive. So we outsource the production of those solar panels to China where they have no fucking regulations on how they utilize coal. And so, you know, investing in massive amounts of solar panels to bring into America is actually um, environmentally toxic because we're outsourcing it to a country who's just burning it, putting it in the air, and, and saying, go fuck yourself. I don't care if you cannot breathe. So there's nothing about the green initiative, the renewable energy initiative, the climate change initiative. There's nothing that I've seen. And it's not just me. The, I mean, there's renowned climate science. There, there's, a, there's a great book called um, How to Spend... Fuck. It's by Bjorn Lomberg. He's a Swedish fuck, and he's a scientist of some sort. Was it a great book, or you just gay for Bjorn? Because you remembered his name, but not his book. Bjorn Lomberg, how to spend how to spend a hundred billion dollars to save the world? I think it's called or something something like that. I read it. Um, this is back when I was really into fucking. This is back when we were into Xanax. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, <laughs> there's memory there's memory gaps. Um, but, I mean, it's proven that trying to invest into this bullshit because of the downstream, or I guess it would be upstream, um, 
shit that you're dealing with to, to build these like lithium batteries for these electric cars. It's, it's, it's so much worse. It's so much worse. If you really want to spend a billion dollars to help the world or whatever the fuck it was, the first thing that, that was in this book was we have to, we have to find a way to end world hunger. Because if you end world hunger, then there's going to be hundreds of millions of people who will then be what we would consider in the West um, productive members of society, people who are willing to, um, y- you know, participate in 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 international commerce in a in a what we would consider a civilized sense. There's a thing called Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and um, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. The first thing that you need is safety. If you're in imminent danger, you need safety. That's the first thing. That's the first thing. Next, you need food and water. The next thing you need is shelter. The next thing you need is like some type of comfort or companionship. And once you once you achieve those, people their brains automatically start moving to other things. And so, if you can get if you can raise everybody out of poverty and raise everybody out of starvation, the first thing that you're going to notice is there's hundreds of millions of more minds that will actually focus on some of these issues. All of these things, all of these things are known by the men who are able to do it. And the men who are able to do it are white. And the majority of people that need the food aren't white. And they're very, they understand that if they give them the food, there's way too many smart kids out there that just need a piece of bread to fucking break through astrophysicists' hardest problem, and so they're not giving it to them. Dude, can you imagine like a white, like a white woman trainer who's out in Africa, and there's a starving black child, and there's a, they're eating bread. They, somebody came up and said, "Here's a piece of bread. Eat it. Nourish yourself. Fill your stomach." And then like a white woman comes up and like snatches the bread out of their hands and goes, that's carbs. Don't, it's not keto. I do. Got to prepare for the marathon. I would do that. I'd fucking go out. I'd like, I'd see that and I'd go, I'd go get that fucking sh- poison out of your fucking hand. That's carbs. Go huff the bag of shit. And then I'd give them fucking, <laughs> I'd, I'd put them on a low calorie, low carb, low sugar diet. Um, only 123 calories a day. Strict protein. He thought he had dysentery when he was six. Boy, watch this. I'm going to give Do this- you think... Uh, oh, never mind. I was thinking. I was mixing up. I have a hatred for Sarah McLaughlin, the, the ASPCA, uh, sad dog and cat and all animals commercials. Isn't that Alyssa Milano? Up- no, it, it's definitely Sarah McLaughlin. Right. Anyways, I mixed her up with uh, people that help starving kids and... I was going to talk shit about her, but I I just still needed to. Um, but Biden's banning gas stoves, and uh, I mean, listen, if you ban gas stoves, you better fucking all the manufactured stoves that will inevitably left to rot somewhere. Send it over to Africa and tell them to figure it out. Here, here's we're not going to give you food, but we'll tell we'll give you something to fucking cook the food with. Like if. Uh... I've seen these things in California. I don't, know, I don't know where the fuck they were. They were giant fucking buoys that they can put off the coast and generate electricity. So if 
people just each state sacrifices some coastline if they have it. Do you think this electrify America nonsense could work if you're getting it from the waves of the ocean, which won't ever go away as long as the fucking moon doesn't disappear or whatever? Like at that point, if you go away, there is, a, but they don't want to do it. They don't want to do it because it looks ugly on the coast yeah. and it's uh, actually renewable. Nobody makes anything. Well, also, we don't want to do nuclear, which is, it's hard to dispose of, I think, but it is truly just utilizing the Earth's fucking geothermal energy and bringing, yeah. it, you know, um, it is what, weird because what, Tesla, what did Tesla figure out? Didn't Tesla, Nikolai Tesla, figure out yeah, how to he, power? He, he, couldn't you plug your phone into the ground if we went with him? Yeah, there. It, it, I don't. It's not. Yeah, no, you know. Yeah, he he did, but he was also completely dispelled from scientific literature in the mainstream after Edison. Edison was a cunt. I didn't know this. I read this a while back. Edison, first of all, a lot of his inventions were not even his. He stole them. Um, or I shouldn't say a lot, but some of them, some of the major ones. Uh, and he was a cunty guy, and he was kind of in competition, in direct competition with Nikola Tesla. Um, and we chose, when I say we, I mean uh, corporate... J.P. Morgan. Yeah, cor corporate interests in the West. Rockefeller even more so. Uh, but like he like Rose of or um, um, Thomas Edison's inventions and then the perpetuation of of a lot of these uh, what are considered traditional like electricity models, tr traditional energy models the, based on Edison and um, and uh, Rockefeller and uh, Rockefeller was the oil guy. Um, you know, Edison was electricity with I believe the ACDC model of electricity Nikola Tesla was more of the I don't even know I forget what it's called but it's like coil like something like I, free free current or whatever yeah, yeah free currents is something something I don't know exactly what it is but it's a different type of generation of electricity but Edison won that and 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 the the person who rose to prominence as far as um energy and fossil fuels was Rockefeller, and he was all about oil. And he was actually the one who, I mean, the document, if you watch like a, a biography on uh, Rockefeller's influence in American culture, it's fucking wild, dude. He's yeah, had, well, they got their theories, the men who built America. There was only like four of them. There was like fucking four or five guys that literally Yeah, there was did. like, I think it was like the Vanderbilts, the Rockefellers, the Morgans, and then... Who else? I can't. I can't remember. But your fucking family. Probably some fucking Jew. Um. But he uh, Rock or uh, yeah Rockefeller actually. I mean he he was more forward thinking than the rest of them because he was paying to influence other industries that he knew oil would be uh, imperative for. So he gave a lot of money to the American Medical Association to influence the curriculum taught in medical schools, which pushed um, synthetic pharmaceuticals. Um, the pharmaceuticals that we see now, like the, the like big pharma and that paradigm, that structure we see now, is because of, of Rockefeller. 
he knew that it was it would take oil to to to, to make these things to make these drugs, and he knew that, and uh, so he had a, he had a massive influence. On, in fact, he, let me say this, and I'm going to tie this back. John D. Rockefeller has is probably the most influential man in America that has ever lived by, I, I mean, football fields, dude. Because think about yeah. this. What is the most influential lobbyist uh, 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 domain in American politics today and American culture and American media? By by like, you know, it's like these this this domain is eighty percent. The next one is like fifty percent. Pharmaceuticals. Who sparked the modern pharmaceutical industry by letting it seep in, not letting it, pushing it into the um, American Medical Association's foundation for a medical syllabus for medical schools and doctors? Who was it? John D. Rockefeller. And with the little bit, I, I mentioned the men who built America. I saw the episode in it. They put him on trial because he had a monopoly over all this shit. And it was a badass line. He says, I took, I took a commodity and made it into an industry. Now, so you're saying he built the pharmaceutical industry or he laid the foreground for it. He literally made the oil industry, yep. at least in America. I don't know how it was in, in other countries. It seems as though... He's kind of start as far as like what history we were taught. He basically started the oil industry, and you're saying then he started the pharmaceutical well, he, industry. So he laid the or, groundwork. Yeah, he's influenced. Yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah, he laid the groundwork for the ability uh, for pharmaceutical companies to have influence over doctors, medical stu- students, medical professors, um, um, y- you know, politicians. All of these, he laid the groundwork for that. He allowed for that to happen. Um, and he, he snuffed out Tesla because he couldn't make any money off of Tesla's ideas of energy. And so he's probably a main reason he snuffed him out. And he, dude, he, like those guys back then, like Rockefeller, uh, you know, the Vanderbilts, the Morgans, um, I forget who who started the railroads. I forget who started. Was that Vanderbilt? I think it was Vanderbilt. Maybe it was the Vanderbilt. railroad fucker. Yeah, I, I I can't remember who it is, but you want to talk about like this was this was before there was any like hey that's illegal type of shit. They yeah. were ruthless motherfuckers. I mean, yep. you, you want to talk about ruthless businessmen? Holy shit, dude! They, I mean, these I, these guys were straight up gangsters. I'd like to think like I don't have that in me. I wish I did. I wish I, I had that in me because that's bad. It's cool. Everybody thinks it's cool. We it make cool. movies off of it, all that shit. Like, how the fuck does anybody have that in them? Like, hey, I, I want that and I will kill you to make sure it happens. Yeah, I mean. DuPont is another he's a Frenchman but I think he came over later um yeah these 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 men are like I mean you got to keep in mind too like 18 early 1800s maybe this wasn't early was it 1850s when was the industrial revolution 1850s around there mid 1800s the dude men were truly different even even men who who weren't like the Rockefeller just even poor guys dude different 
different. Yeah. The te- Let me ask you this. This is a fun question. When did when did humans when did at least Americans? I don't know. Fucking anybody start valuing li- human life? Like like because it seems like back then they didn't, and that's why it was okay to go out and fucking do whatever you're gonna do. But like at some point, somebody was like, "Hey, you can live to be ninety, and you don't need to fucking die." Yeah, I mean, I think in the sense, if you if it depends on how you define value human life. I mean, if you say murder is illegal, then from the beginning, technically, but uh, from from the beginning of America, anyway, and barely. Um, if you say value human life in the sense that you know we should we shouldn't a person shouldn't be able to defraud an investor. We shouldn't be able to, someone shouldn't be outwitted by somebody. And because of that, they lose their entire livelihood and their life savings. Um, should somebody be able to be beaten to fuck until they give them a portion of their life savings? Yeah. So that is like post, that's like post mob, right? That's like fifties. <laughs> it's pretty recent. I think. Because, I mean, in, you know, in the 1920s, 30s, during Prohibition, um, dude, it was ruthless. Those, fucker, those fuckers were ruthless, dude. They, I literally couldn't even imagine. They hang people by their nuts, dude. They didn't give a shit. Shoot up anywhere with anyway, fucking machine guns. And, and if, so, by the way, if you got caught in the crossfire and you had a son and a daughter and a wife, sorry. Yeah. My problem. Should and by the way, it. we're going to go home and we're going to pray and we're going to tell ourselves we're the most upstanding citizens and have the highest morale. And that's sort of a family guy joke. Peter is the godfather of Joe's kid. And he's like, well, now that I'm a godfather, I'm going to do, uh, ob- I don't know for exactly, obscene fucking vulgar shit. And then I'm going to come home and pretend like I have a high, uh, high morale. I don't fucking know the word. You know um, what I'm saying? It's morality. funny. Yeah. Morality. I keep saying morale. Yeah. You've said morale a few times and I didn't have the confidence to find the other word. So I didn't say anything, but there's been a few times you've said morale. No, um, I know. I, I've known it every single time, but I don't care. Um, no, I think that it was literally like the 1950s. It kind of started to go into like the American dream type thing where it was like, you know, Prolong, enjoy. Yeah, you drove a car, the wife was home, you had a couple of kids, you smoked cigarettes inside. You know, it was, you drank, it, like, you drank all day, <laughs> all day, every day. You were just fucked that, up. That, that has not changed. That's, that has not changed. But I think it was like the 50s, that's when it kind of, we went like, hey, people shouldn't get the shit beat out of them on the street. And we should probably pave these motherfuckers and let's, I think it's, and you know what? You can use that water fountain. You can. No, not in the fifties. Um, yeah, I know. It's still a little bit of time. Yeah. It took about, you know what? White people do brush it off. I brush it off. That was so fucking recent in American history. Like, like, um, (laughs) hey here's what here's what i'll say it's so recent that it's not too late to bring it back (laughs) (laughs) just a new regime yeah no it was pretty it's pretty wild but here's here's what i will say um pretty on par for the rest of the world as far as getting rid of complete and utter 
bias based on race. It's actually we weren't actually that late to the game. Yeah, was, no, we actually had a good idea. Had a good idea. Like the, I hate like there's this idea on the left where it's like white people they're the they were the slave owners and all they did was enslave black people it's like what do you think happened when the europeans showed up on the western coast of africa do you think they stole a bunch of black guys no the rich black guys who were enslaving the poor black guys said those guns are cool have these guys we're working them to death now you get to do that yeah that's what was happening i mean it's yeah I hate I hate to break it to you, you pan African fucks. That was I'm not gonna bleep it, but understand ha. context. Understand context. If you think that like oh you know the true like there's a lot there's movies. Uh, if anybody wants to go ahead and slave say that the the pyramids were built without slave labor, there's no way in fucking hell. So five thousand years, there you go. And also, it's like there's a lot of. I've noticed since they want to do like Black Pride, which is great, you know, they want to they they want to bolster African culture and the African roots of of black people in America. Hey, fantastic. Good. I like I like history. Good. Do that. But understand that you know like what you're mimicking in The Woman King and Black Panther, these massive black dynasties, they had black slaves. From from different tribes, you you wonder yeah, you, well, you guys have to Wakanda fix. Wakanda didn't Wakanda was hidden from all that shit. I actually like Black Panther, one of the few superhero movies I actually like. I don't believe I listen listen. That's what I I like everybody like people. They were like either Black Panther was amazing, and then there were some were who said I didn't watch it, and there were some who were like this is just. There were people in like. You know, people with like, you know, they still have a Different couple of baby teeth. Yes, yeah, a couple <laughs> of. They're like, this is. You absolute. either liked it, you either liked it, you didn't watch it, or you watched it only with the purpose of not liking it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. There's, and yeah, then, but then there's, but then there's my, my category, who didn't watch it, understood the plot line, and went, where are the slaves? Come on. They were in Africa, but Wakanda is literally invisible. You can't even see it. Like they like what it's a, like beautiful, what in the a movie great region. place to fucking enslave people. You can't even see it. Nobody can accuse you. They don't you of need anything. to enslave people. They got vibranium. They can fucking heal cancer at a snap of a finger. Yeah. And have it have the medicine administered by a person who isn't paid. I mean, All right, fine, I don't fine, know. Okay. I literally cannot give you a more economically viable source to produce more GDP in your country, Wakanda. You're saying, oh, we have all the cures. Great. What if all the people giving the cures weren't paid and you didn't have to feed them very much? How about that? Did you think that you're fucking living in luxury now? <sighs> they needed an economic sure. advisor. Wouldn't that be funny if you like if you go to an economic advisor in like the 1700s and you're like. Listen, I'm having gotta, a lot gotta of, get you I'm having a lot of trouble monetizing my uh, my uh, tobacco crop, and the first thing a to- <laughs> the first thing a financial advisor in the 1700s or the 1600s they go, uh, you know, there's one foundational thing that I recommend to all my clients, <laughs> it's to get a couple of slaves. Let me tell you, how do you invest your money, Mr. Brown? <laughs> there's, this, there's this hot commodity out and of Africa. I, 
I, they'd say Mr. <laughs> I'd say Mr. Brown, and I'd be so racist, I'd get offended by that. I'd you go, got hey, you got four dollars. I'll get you forty men. <clears throat> Dude, four dollars could buy you fucking the colonies back then. You want to really talk about inflation? Four dollars could buy you seven states in 1776 now four didn't we buy louisiana purchase for like fucking like 30 dollars? it was retarded dude <laughs> who did we who did we trick for that i'm the pretty french? sure it was it was the french wasn't, the, wasn't no. the french i thought it was like a native american tribe. well the french and the natives for the longest time had a pact and so they were pretty intertwined they didn't like necessarily they weren't like good friends but they fought like they fought they the didn't British. make it no dude no, dude. And what's funny about what I loved, I, I, I forget where I heard this. I, re- I read a story about, this was back in like, in like in uh, it would have been the beginning, it was before the Civil, or the uh, Revolutionary War, I think. The French had partnered with the natives. The, it was during the French and Indian Wars. So, down, you know, British come in, they're like, we, you gotta not be here. And the natives were like, well, we're gonna fucking be here. And the French were like, uh, we 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 will also help you be here, and the French and the Native Americans had beat. I think it was in Florida, maybe it was something else. But they had beat the British, and back way back when, especially like the European countries, when somebody would surrender, that was it. You would be like, "All right, you surrender, fine." And then you'd like like each leader of the armies they would meet out in the field and they'd give you like a like here's the flag this is what this is how this is our certificate of surrender this is, and they did that and then the french went back and they're like they surrendered and the the natives were like no 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 we're 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 going to scalp these motherfuckers yeah we're killing them all we were going to kill them all they fucked with us and the french were like you can't you got to they surrender, like, because they just weren't fathoming fathoming how somebody could fight guerrilla warfare at the time, and so they're like, no, no, no. What do you mean you can't? This is these are the rules, and the natives were like, fucking what rules, dude? What are you fucking talking about? Yeah, who signed what? And then so the the French went back to the British, even though they were on the native side. They went back to the British and went, you better fucking go now, because they are <laughs> like, coming after your ass, and then. So the British try to like make a swift exit. Natives circled around. They got them. <laughs> they started fucking. They. I mean, they scout. I mean, they were scalping everybody, dude. They were so fucking riled up that the where they caught the British, uh, where they caught the that regiment, they it was like right above uh, a a hospital burial site, and they started because they thought they had like missed troops who had died they had missed scalping them and they had already buried them they got greedy and went we're going to dig them up and scalp them but they were digging up people with smallpox and so they scalped oh. them they, they were they had a smallpox scalp they took them back to the fucking you know took them back to the tribe and then they got sick so it wasn't just the small smallpox quilts there was also like there was other sh- like they there was other shit yeah, that's 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 why they say it's savages. <laughs> that is insane. It's it is kind nobody's of it, here's what I will nothing, say. Nobody signed nothing. They fight to the death until it's done, until nobody's left. Honestly, Whatever. Like when you think about it, though, it's like the fact that there are like war crimes or rules to war. It's like, dude, 
you're already killing. It's insane that you put rules to the most fucking disgusting, savage thing that you could do. Because but at this point, they're absolutely necessary. You can't do chemical warfare. You can't. You can't drop a fucking, in COD, they call it white phosphorus. Like, it'll just burn. It'll just fucking vaporize your skin or whatever. You can't do that. So you need to have the rules. If you fucking do it, then it's abs. It's, then the world ends because you do that to America. America nukes you and anybody that's aligned with you. You do it to like you can't do it. Yeah, but, I but mean, apparently, also, apparently they do it in third world countries because that's why it exists. Apparently. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it. I, I don't. know. I mean, it's like here's the thing. It's here's what I'll say about war. I understand that like war has become this weird, sort of ubiquitous well-accepted thing in Western culture. But it's here's what I... I think I've made this point before, but I'm going to make it again. One of the things in Western culture that defines Western culture, and you see it only in Western culture, if if we get... Brandon, if we got into... Remember that one night that guy was talking shit across the bar? Or he wasn't even talking shit. I was just yelling. <laughs> and, yeah, that was fucking funny. And the bartender got mad at us so if we say we would have gotten into a not even any just if one of us would have shoved somebody that is assault in america that is assault america in western culture in general has sort of villainized pushed to the fringe and has classified any type of violence from individual to individual as, as, as barbaric, as uncivilized, as unlawful, as immoral, yeah. unethical. So, and this is, you see it because you can't even, if two people go out in their backyard or their front yard and they fight and they both said and consented to a fight, they can still go to jail. Yeah, That's, somebody else can call the cops on them. And, that yeah. is how yeah. insane... That is how anti-violence, individual to individual, Western culture now, is. But if you're a white individual, uh, but if you're a white individual, you can clearly trespass in the apartment pool, get busted red-handed, jumping dude, the fence, they, like, and not have the, a word said. To I you. think the only like, reason the cops pulled up that quickly was like, "There's a guy in the pool," and it was dark out, and he's like, "Is that a black guy by the pool at night? He can't swim. Go, go, come on, we got to save him." Well, that it's was, but like I said, the the, the raccoon jumped in the water. So, so I mean, hey, hey. Um, no, but the point is, so so it's clear that Western culture has sort of completely isolated violence as that of behavior of the most barbaric. Yeah, it's, that's but, clear. Then, but but yeah. listen, listen, hold on. But one thing that Americans really have no problem with is war. And so it's odd that for some reason in our culture, individual violence against another individual is still probably, it's one of the worst things in the world. But a group of individuals against another group of individuals killing people, we're actually quite used to it. And we don't care at all. And yeah, you almost, uh, it's almost like somebody goes up and punches an old woman and it kills her. In New York City. Happens all the fucking time. Yeah. Punches an old woman. She dies. 
that feels worse than her getting shot. Maybe it's because it's maybe it's because guns kill people. Ban all guns. No, don't ban all guns. Just ban. No, but I, maybe maybe it takes it away. Maybe that's why because it is a gun. It is a bomb. It's not a person to person violence. It does seem. It's it, it does seem more strategic, more tactical, I guess. I get it, but it's like... Well, it not is... even that. It's just not you. It's not me beating you up to, to death. It's, 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 a, it's an inanimate object that I'm using that ends up killing you. Yeah, I mean... But here's the thing, too. I mean, there's, there's, there's brutality that can be found in... You know, we're, we're, we are almost almost single-handedly supplementing one of the worst genocides the world has ever seen in Yemen. And, yeah, and nobody speaks about it. We can't even... Dude. We, we try... I don't... I shouldn't say we. We try... My girlfriend tries to send stuff there, wants to send shoes, clothes, all this food. Can't do it. You can't You, you can't get food in. You can't get people out. There's a blockade. You can't... And all you're getting is bombs and fucking and more bombs. Dude, if, if you see the photos of, of, like, the children, it's it's nuts, dude. It's it's insane. I like it's Zero the, coverage. It's, it's to the point where it's like, I don't even... Like, sometimes you see pictures of, like, children in Yemen, and you're like, I didn't even know that a body could get that way. I didn't even know. Like that's yeah. how fucking mangled and and thin they are. It's crazy, but it's and like, there's literally nothing you can do to help. Who's got the blockade up? What is it? Saudi. It's Saudi. Oh, it's Saudi. Saudi. Okay. It's Saudi, and and we're on those Saudi. Turks got to be in on it. Those Turks got to be. I know that. Yeah, dude. Turkey. Well, Turkey's fucking. They're, they're in. We we got our shit with them in Syria, but it's like the blockade that's causing all of those pictures is Saudi Arabia, and we're on their side. We're giving them the weapons to to supplement the war. We're giving them everything they need to continue this fucking what truly is a genocide against innocent people, dude. It's this this is yeah. literally a proxy war between Iran and Saudi Arabia, and and you know you have Russia and and kind of China supplementing Iran, and you have us supplementing Saudi, and and so we're t- we've turned y- Yemen into nothing more than just like a checkers board, and it's nuts. What's what's the end goal here? Why do we need Yemen? Why did the U.S. want Saudi? No, <laughs> I mean we don't need Yemen. We don't care about Yemen, but we need so 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 the hawkish foreign policy members of Congress say we need Saudi as a tactical ally in the Middle East, um, which I don't even know at this point why we're even trying to keep them. They've already shown heavy signs of no longer wanting to do business with us as far as oil and, and weapons. They're they're turning to China. They're turning to Russia. They're turning to um, Pakistan. They're turning to all of these these places that, that uh, I mean, I mean they, they, they have no respect for us and that's fine. They, I, you know, there's no reason. Nice. Who wrote that? This is by Helen Lackner. Uh, it's called the Yemen in Crisis: The Road to War. It's yeah, it's it's insane. And Helen is a is a really dumb name to name your child, if you, unless you want your fucking daughter to become obese in her mid thirties. Um, well, hold on. Helen was a normal name back. Like if you're like 
fifty plus. Helen's fine. Here's so here's the under fifty years old named Helen. You should just fucking go change change that shit tomorrow. Here's the point that I'm trying to make. It's amazing how the human brain can adjust their moral principles based on pretty only very slightly different circumstances. One-on-one violence, you see a video of some two people fighting and it's brutal and somebody gets knocked out and their head starts to bleed when their head hits the concrete. You go, holy shit, that's hard to watch. Oh my God, that should never, somebody needs to pay for that. Or if you see a video of a person sucker punching an elderly woman and they fall, you go immediately, you go, let that fucking person rot in prison, don't even let them out. But then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, when a group of people start shooting another group of people, you go, it's it's war. War is inevitable. Or all of a sudden, when you say a group of people supplementing another group of people to put a blockade on a group of people creating one of the most insane humanitarian crises in the history of the world, then you go, what are you going to do? It's geopolitics. So it's just weird how the human brain can abandon moral principle so very quickly. And it does it and it does it without them ever even thinking about it, it seems. Yeah, it is interesting. I guess I never thought about that. But yeah, people are cool with war. And uh, it's only because it doesn't happen here. And it's only because it doesn't happen here. That is true. That is true. As soon as war happened here, it would be uh, people would have their signs. But listen, we got to wrap this up. Um I am very, very excited, folks, about Unjected. I really encourage you to. Our first episode is this Friday, um, and and by the way, I didn't I didn't mention this up at up at the top, but it's a call in show. People can call in. People can call in with I, I don't know a story about a person they dated or they put, whatever. It's a it's a relationship dating show. People can call in. There's a number. I don't know that. Maybe I can pull up the number. Right now, maybe. Um, let me see. 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 Um, I can't. I I don't know. I don't think I'm gonna be able to pull it up. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Go f- fucking. It's somewhere on social media. Go find it. Um, call in. Say the N word. Don't. By the way, I'm joking. Do not call in and say the N word. Um, these these people are Scott Armstrong, Heather Thompson, or Heather Pike, Shelby Thompson. I forget the last name. The last name. Let me give them one last plug before we wrap this pig up. Um, uh, Heather Pyle and Shelby Thompson. Great women, innovative women, entrepreneurial women, and us two men, me and Scott, we're just along for the ride. Um, you know, because it's time for women to dominate the podcast space. I'm sick of fucking Rogan. I want, I want fucking, I want JoJo Rogan. I don't want Joe Rogan. I want Jolene Rogan. Where's our Jolene Rogan? Hey, where's our Jolene Rogan? Jolene Rogan. <clears throat> yeah, no, that 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 podcast is going to be awesome. And that, that 
app if they have the app if they can get it that is literally so right awesome. now they, they do have a website it's i think it's www.unjected.com where they're operating out of since they cannot be on the app store they've just created um the website let me see if i can get you a fucking i'll get you a good old url right here come on now it's it is Yep, www.unjected.com, dating, friendship, pro-medical freedom. Um, yeah, it is the world's first. And it, it, it yeah, so just so you know, it's, it is it is a, oh, wow, wow, there's services. There's wellness coaching, um, art, dude, even education and, and, and like fitness classes for, for uh, unvaccinated, finding restaurants, housing, um, Dude, fertility bank, blood bank, it's dude. This is this is like an all-encompassing, um, you know, social, medical, educational, uh, cultural, and otherwise platform for uh, the unvaccinated. Very, very innovative. Very thoughtful. Very uh, uh, fulfilling of a niche market. I think a lot of people who maybe necessarily didn't want to talk about how they were unvaccinated um, can benefit from this because you don't have to worry about going somewhere or doing something and being harangued about the, the status of your fucking vaccination. It, it's um, it's stress free. And I can tell you, I've, I've met the people and, and I, you know, Shelby, Heather, I've met Scott. I met, they're fantastic people. And um, I really recommend you watch the show. And I'm literally only using them to get more followers. So that can wrap this up. Brandon, do you have anything else to plug? Anything you want to to refer people to? It doesn't even have to be your social medias or anything. Any uh, good article that you've read that you want people to be turned on to? What are you thinking? No, I have no recommendations. None at all. Watch Zach's podcast. It's going to be better than any fucking garbage. Yeah, true, dude. Honestly, Portlandia. If, you, if you're looking for a show, watch Portlandia. Great show. Never got into it, but I trust that it is good. Dude, their humor is out of just fucking top notch. All right. Well, listen, I don't know if I'm ready for the notch on the top, but um, yeah, folks, I'm excited. You're excited. You fucking better be excited. And um, the title of this episode, now that I'm thinking about it, will be um, Where's My Jolene Rogan? That will be the title of this episode. Thank you, folks. Tune in next week and the next week. And I'm assuming the audience will only grow as soon as people hear my fucking comedic wit on Unjected. And they have a bigger platform than I do. And it's going to be fun. And I'm going to fucking... You have no idea how fucking hard I'm going to be. But I'm not going to show my dick on that show. But I'm not going to... I'm going to be hard, dude. My blood's going to be flowing only straight to my dick and my brain. My fucking... I'm going to lose a couple of fingers like a diabetic. Because there's going to be no blood going there. It's just going to be straight to my dick, straight to my brain. Thank you, gentlemen, ladies, and in the, and the in-betweens. Thank you.